5th of March, exactly two weeks ago, and the first death. A woman in her 70s with underlying health conditions. Now things move quickly. COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. As a global pandemic is declared, Italy is already in total lockdown. Then this from the Prime Minister. More families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Pressure grows. The government says its strategy is to use the right measure at the right time. Then, on Monday... Now is the time for everyone to stop non-essential contact with others. Welcome to another episode of the AM Broadcast. And today we'll be talking about one of, if not the biggest thing happening in 2020. Today is the 18th of March, 2020 and we just wanted to talk about the coronavirus as a whole and how many different aspects it is affecting in people's lives um one of the things i wanted to talk to you about um is how people are reacting to the virus um how do you think people have reacted have you think do you think people have reacted in a kinder, softer, genuine, respectful way, or people are just out there for themselves? Um, I think people, I think when we first heard about it, or especially when I first heard about it, I didn't think it would spread as quickly as it did. Um, I didn't think it would affect my life as quickly as it did. Mm. Um, but then obviously when the cases started to reach Europe, um, is when I really realised, okay, well, it's going to come to London, it's going to come to the UK. Mm. And I was like, actually, things might change. Like, it's not just uh, something like the flu. It's much mm. more... It's more dangerous. Yeah. Um, people are... the elderly and a lot of people with underlying health conditions are suffering and dying because of it. Mm. Um, and I think I took it way more seriously when countries and places started to go in lockdown. Yeah. Um, and I think for us, the first time when we thought it would impact our lives is when we didn't go to Barcelona. Yeah. Because we were worried about not being able to come back. Yes, I think I've been surprised as to how quickly it's reached us. To be quite honest with you, I don't really think I took it that seriously. Mm. Because I thought, yes, it's another thing that's happening, but it's going to go away quickly or it's not going to affect us that much or it just wasn't a thing that I would ever have thought would shut down the world essentially like mm. places are going into lockdown people are rushing to the supermarkets and it's constantly developing as the hours and the days go by I literally could have never have expected this to occur and I think most people couldn't have as well but it's just you cannot logically prepare for something that you have never gone through that's the thing i think um the fact that it's a pandemic which we cannot understand fully just because yes. we don't know the implications yeah. of the disease even now like although we can guess what it's like we know the symptoms we don't really know what impact it's going to have on our bodies later on. Are there any side effects, you know? Because um, as the, you know, um, 
even the scientists and like the medical professionals are although they're ahead of us in terms of because they have the knowledge um of understanding the body they still are new to this yeah. which is quite scary i think because i think the main thing which scares me and a lot of people is unfortunately when you like live in i don't know for me living in london and like in the western world i almost assume that um okay it might come to us but we'll be equipped yeah. we, i always assume that we'd be our, our government would be equipped to mm. some extent mm. which i do believe they're trying but i do i didn't think that um I almost felt like slightly untouchable in London, the bubble of London thinking, yeah. um, actually, you know what, Every, a lot of places are going to shut down, but London will still have a way of carrying on and, you know, people will definitely not miss meetings and all these big events will take, still continue to take place. But obviously, the what really is making it more realistic and serious to me, for me is, you know, seeing how people are reacting, seeing how people are buying crazy amounts, you know, people are... Um, really panicking the sort of stuff that um, the government are putting in bands and you know a lot of cities around the world are going into lockdown and we're probably approaching that as well um, and that's what was scary to me the fact that one day I woke up and got an email from workplaces and my university and everything yeah. was just being shut down yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I would like I would like to say is this is one of the things that uh, they've said is the highest priority in the for example threats to the the country or as a whole um, and the fact that their response isn't as swift in in the way of they are day by day telling us new information but we're not seeing like even the the people the um, higher-ups the the medical experts the politicians they don't even know what to do it scares mm -hmm. people more it's the it's the um, uncertainty i think it's that false sense of security that we believe we have yeah and we almost believe that the government will be able to handle things no matter what it is and you know when a big something big happens we just see the prime minister outside number 10 giving mm -hmm. some elaborate speech about how things are going to change and you know how he's got it under control and how we'll be stronger as a you know as a generation but this isn't something that can be solved with one speech it's mm. not something that can be solved overnight it takes time because like us everyone in their position in their jobs is trying to learn um, and people are trying really hard you know healthcare professionals are really working um, and just everyone in general is really pushing to try to keep our public safe and um, just minimize the threat to people and just slow down the process of losing people and loved ones that we worry about I think um, my biggest concern is even though with the uncertainty people are reacting a bit selfish in a way, mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways where people do not want to let other people go ahead of them in terms of uh, shopping, in terms of um, mass uh races towards the supermarkets mm. and just the normal level of respect that we used to have for each other in terms of peace and you know how your day is just going on normally yeah. but i think it's, in times of like fear is that that's what people do although it's not right um people are really they're doing it, i guess out of fear of n people they see one person do it or they see okay there's you know people buying toilet roll they might and out of <laughs> they don't like they don't think they're not thinking rationally as to how much they may use or people mm -hmm. around them or their neighbors or their elderly they're literally thinking about themselves and their family because mm -hmm. they're thinking of survival and 
it's that sort of like mentality where you know if everyone's getting it there must be a reason why everyone's buying it. it must be the number one thing that i need to get and everyone's rushing to get it and it's really sad because like there's a picture of like the elderly man who's mm. with his shopping list and all of the um all of the like sort of shelves are empty mm. and it's people like that who can't go from shop to shop and walk and travel on the bus and tube different places to get stuff mm. they just are about make it a lot of them are unable to make it to just their local shop and if they're unable to get it from there what is left of them like what is left for them mm. and that's what's really worrying to me is that how do we as a generation change that I don't know especially when we're, we're caught up in ourselves we're always like in general people think about themselves yeah especially nowadays where it's in terms of selfies in terms of recording themselves in terms yeah. of promoting themselves um we've become a selfish society in a way yeah. and to see things like that the main issue is not the the, um, the supply the supply is still there in the supermarkets it's the demand yeah more people want 20 toilet rolls i think people think that it's gonna run out yeah um and that's the fear people have that if i don't take it now if we're on like lockdown i'm not gonna have food Mm. um or just the fear of missing out that i'm not gonna have it there's gonna be a time where there is not gonna be enough food that's why i'm gonna get it all now but then you know what to be honest it's being really honest it's a fear that maybe ran through my mind a couple of times as well Mm. that although i've been reassured that there isn't gonna be enough food there's gonna be enough food sorry that should I buy more because everyone else is because doing. everyone else is doing it so when you're not doing it I think like, we had this discussion yeah. where like if everyone else is doing it It'll are we the ones doing something wrong because we haven't bought extra yeah. we've only got enough for the next couple of days there's enough like if you buy quantities for yourselves there's like for example I buy two or three of something that's that's kind of understandable within the time frame yeah. that you're thinking uh, how long it may last but if you buy yourself 20 toilet rolls and 30 hand gels and tins of there's, beans and whatnot I think there's like understandable of like you know if you usually buy three tins of beans maybe buy six or seven like mm. an extra two weeks or even you know let's really push the boat out an extra month yeah like understandable people have children everyone's dynamic is different not everyone can go to the shop often you know um, but it also is really scary because not everyone has the finances to even bulk buy. Mm. Not everyone can afford to buy that little bit of extra. People sometimes can only buy for that specific week. Mm. So I'd say it's understandable, you know, for people who are worried to buy the extra week, two week, month. But then there's videos going around where people have literally bought things, their house is filled as though it was a food bank. Yeah. You know, it can last them six months, ten months. Yeah. Like it's. There are food banks out there who are suffering and people who they are unable to get stuff from the supermarket just because people are holding it in their houses and that's what I really call it's not it's, it's not, not right. Yeah, yeah, it's not acceptable. Um the because, people, yeah, it needs to be hit, shared. The people hit the most uh, is going to be the elderly, the the homeless, the people who don't have the means to get out and about and yeah. help themselves, especially with for example within the next couple of days or weeks we don't know if it does go into lockdown and there's yeah. queues for food would 
there'd be enough to go around yeah would there be enough uh, in terms of the hospitals um in terms of spaces or beds or uh, ventilators there, there's just so much uncertainty that is making people um crazy i think people should call for calm in this situation and rationale mm, i think it's difficult because although it's it's quite easy to say stay calm be rational you know mm. but when we realistically think about it that it's understandable if people are stressed people are worried mm. you know we're really in uncertain times um and i i struggle with that a lot like i said um yeah. you know I've, I've always been someone who plans everything and i i study and i work as well so all of my time is allocated and i have pla- things planned months in advance because of assignments and stuff mm. so the you know it's really worrying i'm just thinking on a personal level like i'm worried about now what impact it's gonna have on my studies the impact it has on my work you know even little things like me working from home mm. um constantly i'm used to being around people and you know i love being around people how's it gonna affect, how's it gonna affect my mental health like yeah. um so i think everyone is stressed about different things yeah um some people are worried about childcare. like if school shut down where will they send their children yeah. Um, some Especially people worry about the elderly. Yeah, some people worry, worried about the elderly. Um, so everyone has really different worries, and we have to be try to accommodate. Um, and I think that's what people are worried about: is that will the government really cover all aspects of people, or are they just covering? Say, they mentioned um, help for mortgage, mm. um, for people with mortgages. But then, you know, there's the aspect of private renting, and there's a lot of dynamics which everyone is uncertain about a lot of stuff, and everyone just wants answers. But that's not something that we can be given right off the bat. It takes time, I guess. For example, the people that um, lost their jobs because um, Carphone Warehouse shut down. And where, where is the next month uh, mm-hmm. rent going to come from? Um, there's uncertainty in that. And to be quite honest with you, I I feel sorry for everyone in this, in this, in this particular situation. Because when people in your family who you know are ill or have passed away or um, have underlying health issues it's it's a very big stress to think of what next what next in terms of if the health deteriorates or if they've passed away um, what do you do in that circumstance if you're a single parent or if you don't have the capabilities to Mm. or even the funds to because even um, paying for a funeral is is cost. Yeah. So where's this all gonna come from? So there's, in every single aspect in terms of food, clothing, shelter, uh, the basic necessities, family, um, that has hit home for everyone as opposed to what we used to focus on, whether it's the next technology or mm. clothes or. Um, I think what um, surprised me, like. At first, I just saw it as, you know, a virus and health, and it's only associated to health. Mm. But then I realised, wow, like, how much a pandemic impacts, you know, all aspects of our life. It affects how much it's impacting our economy. Mm. It's even impacting stuff like what we watch on TV, you know, because they said EastEnders and stuff are going to stop recording. Mm. I'm just realising as to, wow, it really does it's a butterfly effect in terms of it's really going to impact every single aspect of our life and what we watch to, you know, um, what we eat to mm. who we see. And 
unfortunately this is going to change a lot of things in our lives and it may take it might be a long time until everything is back to normal but then again the normal will change as well it's not gonna it's gonna be the new normal um and i guess it will be like a test for us because for as long as i've lived i don't think anything like this has happened as well there was swine flu when i was uh, a little bit younger but i don't maybe i was too young to really understand the impact of it but i don't remember it being you know really putting us that much of a strain on our industries but well, this impactful in every yeah. aspect of life um it's it's a very very um confusing time but what i'd say it's easy to say things but what i'd honestly ask people is to just try to be more rational if you think that someone else needs help or assistance or you can assist them in in whatever way maybe not um visiting people because obviously it's a virus and it can mm. spread but you can be a carrier and not know it mm. um, but in any way you can give motivation or you can uh, help someone dealing with mental health or stress um, now's the time to do that because we don't know what's going to happen within the next couple of days or weeks because that stress can build yeah. and it can get worse and people can do irrational things and react really really badly yeah I think um like you mentioned, it's like you just touched upon like mental health and stuff and I realised, you know, we're focusing a lot on our physical health and that's totally understandable, like really trying to boost our immune systems and stuff. But I was like, even being, you know, that help for people suffering with mental health or even just general everyday people, like, because it is a time where we're going to be, everything, all our emotions are amplified and we're not seeing people we usually do, so we may not be socialising as much. So if anything this is a time when we need maybe our socials more mm. and really connect with people really yeah. connect if you're able to connect with um make a phone call to someone elderly or you know a relative or i think there's little little things that really will help us see this through yeah um and really change like just a phone call i guess in someone's day when they're working from home and they haven't had much human interaction will help boost their um sort of mood mm. and yeah I think that's what I worry about or I'm uncertain about is you know having this free time and um, trying to use this time to the best of my ability one of the things um, that felt like a really long long time away or uh, a worry that people would have to have later yeah. on was health yeah. and, and time and for example you put things into the back of your head you think for example death no one really spoke about death around me, like what's going to happen next, where mm. we're going to go, those type of questions, or just in general about health or existence. And now people are talking about whether what's going to, what we're going to do. They're thinking about all these things that we used to put on the back burner. Yeah, we used to just I think, think day yeah. by day. Every every time people used to go uh, day by day in terms of think about um, their, what am I going to do tomorrow, work socialize meet this friend like we've been so ingrained with that that we didn't really think about just the basic things like food shelter water uh, health um and another thing is every couple every hundreds of years there's something that like this that affects people but it's affecting us to a different degree because prior to the advent obviously of more technologies and the internet um people were 
socializing more people are more out yeah. there we, we live in a world now where technology is rife and people like to be online more yeah but do you think this is it's going to be quite interesting because say if we're in lockdown we're going to have access to Everything. the internet and yeah. technology but we won't have that much human interaction mm. so will our sort of thoughts on socializing change will we appreciate yeah. human interaction and being more in the moment more we'll be, i think i <laughs> will we be more secluded we'll... that's what i'm thinking because i'm thinking like say if you go for a lunch for lunch with a friend yeah right? and sometimes you're on your phone and you're not giving them your full attention mm, uh, mm. but i'm thinking if we're on lockdown and we really miss like we miss that human interaction will, will we closer, us will yeah. it make us be closer together will it make us appreciate our relationships with uh it, that's visiting people the elderly who you wouldn't usually visit as much or because you're concerned that you may lose them mm. um will it make us appreciate our work more if anything our colleagues that we see every day yeah. will it make us appreciate the people we see on our morning commute that's true um will it make us appreciate the different types of cuisine we can have on your out or the different shows or cinema things mm. available to us you know it's all these little little things that even as, as i'm speaking about it it's making me quite sad because <laughs> i'm thinking you know this is all stuff that we're so so used to and it's almost sad to think that it's all these a lot of these material things and events and stuff which um we have embedded into our lives have kind of taken the human aspect away from it yeah. because the quirky person you meet on the on the journey or the commute mm. or something someone who's interesting or yeah. like just people you usually see yeah. who maybe they're not part of your family or whatnot but they they bring a joy to your life oh uh, they're, they're just regularly. part of your everyday yeah, yeah. and i think that is what is really frightening to everyone is that the essence of our, the foundation of our daily lives is literally being shaken up yeah you know like the coffee you have every morning from that particular cafe you may not be able to have it anymore because it's closed. Mm. It's just little, little things that if people like, I guess it's different for everyone depending on what per, sort of person you are, but mm. I'm very, you know, routine, routine oriented. Mm. And, um, very social. I'm very social. And I realized the first day that, uh, I'm usually out the door by, you know, 8 a.m. and I'm just, I'm on that specific bus and I'm on that specific tube and, um, I see the same people regularly every morning. And so the first morning when I was told, okay, now we're working from home, I was like, oh, okay <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't like scary as such but it was like oh okay things are different yeah um which is fine anyway. which is, yeah we'd have the journey but you know what's funny is i actually thought i'd be really excited about it, the fact that you know i can sleep in a little bit longer i don't have mm. to the rush and everything but i'm like you know it's been like three days now and i'm starting to miss yeah uh, the stranger in the central line like <laughs> little little things but i don't know being i think packed like a sardine on yeah the but i think um but it makes me think you know that maybe it's not so healthy for me to have everything so um always planned and stuff and it, this will force me to slow down and set yeah to also i don't know how does it impact your i mean it's the pace and uh the routine of life in general like you keep doing something every single day and then once that's broken up you're like okay what do i do next yeah how should i react and it depends on what type of um character you are and also what um what type of um i think how adaptable you are to situations yeah and i think you have that more than me yeah um like i find it more difficult to adapt 
I think so. I prefer the 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 change part. This is also going to affect me in a way of how do I continue with my routine in terms of obviously I go uh, to work and then I come back from work and the the characters that I meet on a day to day. Mm. I'm not going to have that. So it's it's going to be more of an isolation um, period where you're going to be thinking a lot. So yeah. is that healthy for me, for us, for all of us? Yeah. Um, is that a moment of clarity where you're yeah, going to... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that. Yeah. Like, how is it going to... It's, it's going to be interesting to see, but um, obviously I feel for everyone in going through the situation, whatever your situation may be. Mm. And I would just like for everyone to err on the side of caution and not to not to over panic or mm. over stress um just to think rationally and if it for whatever reason does come to a stage where you feel like it's going to be tough to get through this just try to find someone who can be there for you or you can be there for um use the technology use whatever thing you can to communicate because we're going to need it a lot now more than ever um yeah i think um you know beside obviously people who are suffering and in terms of their health um you know there's this side of it in terms of the isolation Hmm. um and i guess the way i'm looking at it right now is uh there's a lot of noise that we usually have in our day-to-day life like mm. um we're usually bomba- like bombarded and our days are filled with like having to do tasks and we don't really have a lot of time for ourselves and um a lot of time to spend with loved ones or people who we live with um or even to like really pursue the hobbies that you like and mm. the way I'm trying to deal with, really think about it is like I've always wanted more time to slow down and to really focus on like my passions and you know focus on writing and um developing my craft and stuff so i'm like maybe i should see this as an opportunity to obviously um slow down a little bit more and you know really take each day as it comes because that's why i think this is teaching us Mm. that every day things are changing and Mm. that's what we have to deal with right now and we're forced to be in that position but maybe it'll make us make us realize that you know sometimes you can't control everything um and to use your time wisely yeah because now more than ever we're going to be away from the things that distract us the most mm-hmm. whether it be um the journey your work um whatever it is that generally distracts us from doing things um that we are pa- pa- passionate about or that we enjoy doing we have more free time to do now more than ever and we can only just try and do our best because in times of uncertainty like this where we we're go- we're all going through something we've never gone through we need to try our best to keep um our mental our physical health intact and help as many people as we can out there and the last few things um what would be your sort of advice for people um going through this pandemic at the moment 
Um, so I think this is advice that I'm literally giving to myself every day. <laughs> um, is that, you know, it's uncertain times and it's okay to feel stressed and anxious and worried about yourself, about loved ones, about um, the city you live in. But we have to literally take each day as it comes. Um, see what is happening next and try to follow suit in terms of what is recommended and if you believe it's like what helps you mm. and your situation um try to stay safe you know be try to be kind to people around you especially those that um may need it so neighbors elderly just give that little bit of extra support and if we do that um I think as a community in, a, in your local community it will help us just get through this yeah. and make it a little easy for us although it may not be what we're going through isn't easy whatever you think um, can get you through in a safe in a respectful manner to others like for example whether it may be um, your family that keep you strong uh, religion um, whether it be uh, trying to communicate with uh, friends, whatever it may be that is going, has kept you solid or you know can keep you uh, going through this, these tough times, I'd urge to go into that a bit more and to just try and stay safe and look, look after one another and yeah again also be nice to each other because if we lose our um, temper or our rationale then it goes in the sense of every person for themselves and mm. when that happens no one wins so um, we just need to get through this and hopefully at the come out the other uh, side um, with something whether it's a, a vaccine that they can come up with uh, antibodies become immune to it um, and we're just on the other side of this pandemic so um stay safe everybody stay safe everybody and um yeah that's been another episode of the end broadcast and uh, thanks for listening